Hello, welcome back to Jumble. Two weeks later, been a pretty eventful two weeks. Our school, we went on spring break. Me and Kendall, we went to the beach, and we had planned on recording a minimum of one episode, and we got a little sports card happy, and we spent a lot of time looking at sports cards. We both added a lot to our respective collections. We're really happy about that, but we did miss some uploads. I got back, uh, I think we got back on a Friday, so then recordings Tuesday or Thursday, then I had a small family situation, which I won't get into too much, so things were pretty hectic at my home, so I just postponed a week. I would have posted it on the Twitter and updated you guys, however, we have zero followers on the Twitter, so I didn't feel it necessary to do so, therefore, I'm telling you guys now, if you're listening, and we're going to dive into an episode today, we got Kendall here. What we're looking at doing is some of our most hated all-time players and then just a teensy-weensy bit on the NBA draft, or sorry, NFL draft. Probably going to be a shorter episode because it is a little bit late right now, but I want to get one pushed out tomorrow to you guys because it has been two weeks and I am deeply very sorry if you've missed it. But we're going to dive right into this and we're going to let Kendall open it. So we're doing top 10 most hated NFL players, however... Just for the sake of me being a basketball guy, we do have one sole NBA player that we dislike very, very much. So I'm going to let Kendall start off with his honorable mention of disliked one NBA player. Who do you got? Easiest question for me ever. Isaiah Thomas. I hated Isaiah Thomas. I'm a Celtics fan, but still I felt like he shot way too much and just was not as good as everybody hyped him up to be. But also I didn't. I don't really like Kyrie, but we won't get into that because that's even like worse. <laughs> I personally, I'm I'm an Isaiah Thomas fan because I am very, very short. And anybody that can come into the NBA and be that small, not even six feet tall, and he's ready to ball, a little bit of rhyme in there for you guys, uh, I appreciate it. You know, I I respect it. I could definitely see the shooting too much argument, though. So I'm not mad at that pick. And don't – I promise he's a Celtics fan. I promise. (laughs) Mine, personally, would be Carl Malone. Just to put it blatantly, I mean, I'm not going to beat around the bush here. He's a child molester. I I don't see how you can go wrong picking the child molester for your least favorite NBA player. Like, if you have a problem with that pick, you have much bigger problems than not liking my most disliked <laughs> NBA player. But like, you, you got actual issues. He was a great player. I think he's still sitting number two on the – all-time scoring leaderboard, very strong post player, and I'm not discounting anything that he did on the basketball court. Again, to put it blatantly, I just don't think he was the best of people. So, therefore, he falls on my honorable mention NBA player list. Now, to get into what we're actually talking about, we're going to go to our top 10 most hated all-time NFL players. The preface that I would give you guys on this, this is not the 10 players that we think are the most hated of all time. These are the 10 players that we specifically dislike. So Patriots fan, he's probably going to have some guys that have screwed the Patriots over. Chargers fan, I've got some players that screwed the Chargers over over the years. So that's where the bias comes in because it's supposed to be biased. And we're going to let Kendall hop into his number 10, and we're going to see what we got. All right, so I had a hard time sitting down just thinking about, you know, who I don't like as far as, you know, just athlete-wise. But my number 10 would have to be Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm a Patriots fan, but at the same time, I feel like he's way overhopped. And it kind of hurt our franchise a little bit for everybody to be saying, you know, should have kept him, got rid of Brady. 
when we lost Brady anyway, which I agree. But at the same time, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is that good. He got the 49ers to a Super Bowl with a stacked team. I mean, that's not too hard. <laughs> I mean, honestly, think about it. I like that pick. I never understood you have the greatest quarterback of all time, and you're like, yeah, we should have kept the rookie. When he, he was going to be good. So I just – personally, what I think that is, and I think Kendall would agree, I think – Patriots fans might have got a little bit greedy on that one and just wanted to keep him around and kind of I think that's a part of the reason Brady decided to leave. Do you, do you think that has any contributing factor as to Brady not being a Patriot anymore? Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, he's getting all kinds of hate and stuff and then, you know, they're, they're wanting to keep a rookie quarterback that did what, played three games? Looked okay? No. Yeah, I, I, I like that pick, especially from a Patriots fan point of view. I'm, I, I don't have anything against him myself. But I can definitely see why another person would not really care too much for Jimmy Garoppolo. My number 10 is actually another Patriot. I, being around Patriots fans so much, I've not, I probably don't hate them as much as your average NFL fan just because they beat everybody so much. However, even for me, it was frustrating, so I wasn't going to make this list and not include at least one Patriots player. No, it's not Tom Brady. It's Julian Edelman. The reason it's Julian Edelman is for one simple moment. The Falcons have choked. It looks like they're going to lose. There's a long situation. Even though they're playing horrible, the Falcons still clinging on to a hope to win if they just make this one stop. Really, I think if they make this one stop, they probably win. And Edelman just makes, in all honesty, a top five, if not higher, catch of all time I mean that was an incredible moment good for him I hate him for it because I really wanted the Patriots to lose I was so sick of them winning as I'm sure many of you guys all were as well and yeah I just I don't like Julian Edelman because of that one catch he had a couple other big catches and he's a good receiver just for the record but I wanted the Patriots to lose that game and I Julian Edelman did not allow that to happen so yeah I don't like him you got any thoughts on Edelman I don't think that Edelman's a Hall of Famer. I know that's what's trending right now because I'm saying if you're putting him Hall of Famer, then you got to look at Wes Welker too. And does everybody think Wes Welker's a Hall of Famer? No, because, you know, Wes Welker's Wes Welker. <laughs> but Jordan Edelman's good. He's a Patriot Hall of Famer for sure just from what he's done in the three Super Bowls and everything like that. But, no, he's not a Hall of Famer. And I like him. I know you hate him, but I like him. All right, Kendall, you can go ahead and go in here. Nine. You got All turn. right. In my number nine, I have John Elway. I cannot stand him. He's not that good of a quarterback. Yeah, he won Super Bowls, but he wasn't that good. And also, he's not a good general manager. He don't know what he's doing in Denver. So, like, I'm just saying, you know, not a big fan. Your turn. I understand the Elway. I actually thought about including him because the Broncos, if you're if you're a real Chargers fan, you know our biggest rival is Denver. A lot of people now want to say it's Kansas City because now all of a sudden Kansas City is so good. But if you've been a Chargers fan for a long time – or at least as long as me, you know the Broncos and the Chargers are a pretty big rivalry, and I've included a couple, I think three Broncos on my list in its of itself. I actually thought number nine was a Bronco, and we were going to lead right into it. However, it's not. Uh, number nine for me is actually a Jet, and that player would be Mark Sanchez. 
Do you have something to add to the Broncos? Oh, yeah. I said that John Elway was the general manager. He's not the general manager anymore. He's been replaced as of January 20th, 2021. Well, there you go. That's how you prove he wasn't a good general manager because he got fired. Yep. <laughs> Anywho's into my number nine. I have Mark Sanchez, um, the infamous butt fumble. <laughs> and I, it's not even for me because that was funny. Like, I, I, I don't hate him because the butt fumble. That was absolutely hysterical i mean i won't that's if you were watching football around that time and you were old enough to really comprehend what was going on that's probably a moment in nfl history that you will not forget not for any good reason but you probably won't forget that but for me it's just he was so bad i mean that's that simply i mean it's it's nothing against him as a person i don't i never watched any of his interviews off the field but it's just when there was no game on and nobody was playing and I saw a Jets game on, I was like, I mean, I like football. I enjoy watching football. I'll put this game on. And I watched Mark Sanchez play football. I just – I it, it's like it gave me the desire to not even want to watch football anymore, not just that specific game. It's like, oh, my gosh, football is a bad sport because Mark Sanchez was a disgrace of a quarterback. It, it was just terrible to watch. It, horrible. Any any thoughts that you would like to add to Mark Sanchez? And you can go ahead and go into your number eight after this, by the way. I considered putting Mark, San- Mark Sanchez in, but, you know, he's kind of a funny guy just to watch. And you just, you know, you feel sorry for him for the butt fumble. Like, that's pathetic. But, you know, I don't really hate him that bad. But my number eight is, I've talked about him before, is Carson Wentz. I hate Carson Wentz. I'm not really sure why. I just do not like Carson Wentz. He's just one of those guys It's like, there's Carson Wentz. I don't like that guy. I hope he loses this game. I can't really explain why. It's just a player I just don't like. Your turn. I'll tell you what, with Carson Wentz, I'll tell you the reason that I'm not a huge Carson Wentz hater because he hasn't been great the past couple of years. If you guys know Dude Perfect, very popular YouTubers, very super successful. I think in Dude Perfect, I think they're all incredible guys. My favorite member of said group, his name is Garrett. He looks just like Carson Wentz, I swear. <laughs> Google them, put their picture up side to side. They look so similar, and just because he's my favorite member of that group, I think that's the reason I've never hopped on the hating Carson Wentz train. However, he's not been great in recent years, and I do comprehend that, but because of my bias, simply because of a YouTuber that I enjoy watching, I will not partake in the Carson Wentz hate, <laughs> unless he has another bad season, and you might see me hop on the train. But... We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Then we'll dive into my number eight, going into Broncos players. This is the first of three. We have Eric Decker. Oh. Eric Decker was just, he was really good. And he, he was a player that was actually really fun to watch. But he just like a, I don't know if you guys ever s- had this feeling. Like I, I, I played basketball for a long time. And one of the feelings that I hated more than anything was going into a gym, looking at a team, looking at the kid that I was going to be guarding and being like, oh, he sucks, and then he has 30 points. That's what Eric Decker reminds me of. You look at Eric Decker, and I'm like, oh, I'm not worried about this guy, and then he breaks off a 40-yard touchdown. It's like, how did he – why? Like, (laughs) what just happened? This guy? Really? And that's the reason I hated Eric Decker. He just continued to screw us time after time after time after I just thought he would be the one guy we wouldn't have to worry about, and I'm – blatantly was very very wrong <laughs> any thoughts on eric decker before your number seven i was kind of surprised by that i i like eric decker i thought he was pretty good but when he went to the jets his career just kind of you know went south but yeah i really can't hate eric decker too bad he's all right but then my number seven 
is Vontez Perfect. Oh. I don't see how you can like this guy. This guy is a thug. <laughs> My gosh, he would just intentionally try to kill people. Like, there's a difference between watching hard-hitting linebackers, but when it comes to, you know, linebackers that try to kill you, that's a different story. This man has stepped on people's ankles, tried to step on people's throats. Like, come on, man. Play with some glass or something. Like, I just don't know about him. What's your thoughts? I I actually, we were researching this a little bit because I don't know if you ever, you guys have ever had this problem, but we could sit, me and Kendall, on a couch in a car in the middle of nowhere and talk for six hours about NFL players we do and don't like and never put an ounce of thought into it. But when you sit down and you have to think of 10, for whatever reason, it becomes difficult. And we were both researching, and we both came across this guy. I'll be honest, he didn't make my list, but he probably should have. He, yeah, just like Kendall said, there's a difference between being a hard-hitting Ray Lewis and being an aggressive player, which I personally really enjoy watching, and just being a turd. Like, <laughs> like there's, a, there's a difference. And I don't necessarily think Vontez Burfecht knew that difference. Number seven, we have another Broncos receiver, an all-time great, a really good receiver, great player. And to be honest, that's the reason that I don't like him, because he was good. And that particular player is Demarius Thomas. Peyton Manning, probably his favorite target in his time that he was in Denver. I just – I don't have much to say about him. Like, genuinely, all it is is that they would be in a pinch, they need 30 yards, Demarius Thomas would get it over whatever corner that was on him. They would throw it to him. He would catch it. He would break a tackle, and he'd go for a touchdown. And when you're pulling for the other team, you don't necessarily enjoy that. Like He's like, oh, we got him third and 31. We're in a great shape. And then Demarius Thomas just like, nah. (laughs) So nothing against, again, like a lot of these players, I don't have really anything against. uh, Like I'm looking at it, there's only one player on here who's, one and a half. One and a half players on here whose personality I have an issue with. And he's not one of them. He may be a great guy, but he sure lost my Chargers a lot of football games. <laughs> all right, my number six is Stephen Ridley. I don't know if anybody remember him, but in all honesty, his name should just be Stephen Fumble. I mean, he <laughs> never, ever could hold on to the football. We lost a lot of countless like possessions of the Ravens and teams like that. That ended up beating us because he could not hold on to a football. It's like, come on, you are terrible. Just <laughs> just hold on to the football and we might be able to win something. I mean, because we lose all these playoff games, the Ravens and then the Broncos, when really we should have won all those if we just would have had the ball back in one more position. But thanks to Stephen Ridley, that didn't happen. Who's your six? I'll tell you what, before I move on to my six, that just reminds me of somebody that I should have put on this list that I didn't. And he may be on Kendall's list. He may not be. I feel like this is both a player we both forgot about because we were Googling him, and this isn't a player that would come up on Google. And Kendall will agree with me here. Danny Woodhead, oh my oh, yeah. gosh. Is he on your list? No. So he's not on his list either. We both forgot about him. But I feel like if we redid this, he would probably crack at least the top ten on both our list. Uh, he was a walking fumble as well. That's that's exactly what that reminded me of. You'd dump it off to him in the backfield, and a cornerback would poke him in the helmet, and he would fumble, like every time, notoriously. But anyway, he was on to no- my number six. Similar to number seven, not in play style or even position, just another conference rival, particularly a Chiefs player, and another guy that was just – he was good. And averaged, if I'm not mistaken, I saw this the other day, more yards per carry than any running back ever. 
And that, that may have been through the 2000s. It may not be ever, but I did see a graphic of it yesterday. That would be Jamal Charles, yep. one of the fastest players ever. Very, very good, great running back. But it's just another one of those things that, like, when you have a team backed up and your defense is playing great and everything looks good for your football team, you're in a good position to win the game, and Jamal Charles breaks off an 80-yard touchdown run. It's super frustrating. Super, super frustrating. Like, you just don't want to see your team give up those kind of plays, and the guy averaged over five yards a carry. I mean, that's two carries first down, and there's not a lot you can do about it. He was just so fast and so hard to contain, especially on a Chargers team that's never had a great defense. They've had a couple decent defenses. Like, I think they had a 10-ranked, a 12-ranked, and I think our highest was a 5 but even there's just not a lot you can do about Jamal Charles. And again, maybe he's a great guy. Maybe he's not. I don't know. But he's not my number six just because of his success. So that would be Jamal Charles number six, cranking it into the top five. Kendall, who are we got? I got another fumbler for the, the Patriots. His name was Cyrus Jones. Uh, luckily, we did get rid of him in time. He went to the Ravens, but we still kept him way too long for as many fumbles as he had. He was okay special teams, and he's all right when he's a defensive back, but gosh, was he an awful offensive player. <laughs> I could not stand this guy. Almost worse than Stephen Ridley. Actually, I I have him over Stephen Ridley, so yeah, I hated him more than Stephen Ridley. <laughs> you remember Cyrus Jones? I do, barely. I haven't watched a lot of Patriots games, clearly, because I'm not a Patriots fan. <laughs> Any Patriots game I've ever watched was just because of Kendall, and nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I haven't watched a lot of my own free accord. So, don't know as much as he does. My number five, and I I don't know. We both came up with these lists really quickly because, again, it's it's late. And I feel like if we had more time to sit and think about it, this player would 110% be on Kendall's list. And he still may be because I will say I don't know what's on his list. And he doesn't know what's on mine. And he may be on Kendall's list. But if he's not, I just want you guys to know that he definitely would be if there was more time to think this through. My number five, my last Bronco of the list, as I've mentioned him, I think twice already, is Peyton Manning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he may be on Kendall's list, he may not be. And if he is, we'll just briefly talk about him again when we hit him on Kendall's list because he probably hates him for a different reason than me. I personally did not like him. Again, in the similar situation to Demarius Thomas and Jamal Charles, he just picked apart our defense every year. I mean, we I don't think when Peyton Manning was at the Broncos, we ever had a Super Bowl caliber team, but we had a couple playoff caliber teams that Peyton Manning just decimated, and because we went 0-2 in the regular season to a conference rival, we didn't get in. And he cost us a lot of games. He made a lot of great plays for the Broncos, very great player, although Kendall might disagree with that. I'm not sure. Yes, he does. He does hate him. If you guys, I don't know. He's kind of far away from the microphone, and we passed the microphone around, but he does not like him at all. I don't dislike him for the same reason as Kendall, which I couldn't. I, I mean, I could probably tell you, but he'll tell you better if he's on his list. If not, then we won't talk about it. But just he lost us a lot of football games. At just that's that's it. He lost us a lot of football games, and I don't appreciate losing football games. So that's my number five. Kendall's gonna hit into his number four unless if Peyton Manning's not on your list. Feel free to talk about it now if he is. You can save it. Oh, I'll go ahead and let you guys know he is on my list, but he's not number four. Number four <laughs> is Richard Sherman. Oh. I hate Richard Sherman. He runs his mouth, and he's not that good. I mean, yeah, back in the Legion of Boom, dominant corner, pretty good. But now he runs that mouth for no reason. He is not good. Because, I mean, look how bad he got cooked in the Super Bowl. That's another reason they lost the Super Bowl. Not just because of Jimmy Garoppolo, but because he could not keep up with Tyree Kill. Not a lot of people can, but still, you got to do better than that if you're going to run your mouth. What's your thoughts on Richard Sherman? 
Well, personally, if you guys have heard me talk on this podcast, which if you listen, obviously you have, uh, you guys know I'm a big fan of the corner. I can only think of one corner I dislike. He's not on my list, so I'm not going to talk about him, but I will share the name. It's Keep Tlaib. I've never been a Keep Tlaib fan. He played for the Broncos, and outside of the fact that he played for the Broncos, I was kind of a piece of crap, just to put it blatantly. He just did not seem like a good dude. But as far as Richard Sherman, I like guys that can that run their mouth and back it up. As you know, I'm a big Jalen Ramsey fan, so you could guess that. But I will say in recent years, when you're falling off, which inevitably happens to every player except apparently Tom Brady, you should probably shut up because he did get cooked really bad in that Super Bowl. And he's not a player that I hate. He's a player that I actually... He's not one of my favorite players, but if you ask me if I liked or disliked him, I would argue that it's a player that I like. But I could definitely see why it would rub some people the wrong way. Like, if you're not a fan who appreciates trash talking, then absolutely you're not going to like Richard Sherman. But I will say that I miss his Seahawks days because they were incredible. Then we're going to go off to nine number four. This is by far the dumbest reason for any player on my list, like Edelman, Super Bowl, Sanchez, horrible. Three Broncos, another conference rival. This player, probably the best player on this entire list, had an incredible career, probably the greatest defensive player of all time, Lawrence Taylor. I'm going to be super upfront and quick about the reason that I don't like Lawrence Taylor, and it's it's stupid. It's a terrible reason. It's not a good reason at all. I would advise you, if you were picking your least favorite players, do not pick them on the same merit that I do not like Lawrence Taylor for. The reason that I do not like Lawrence Taylor is because his nickname is LT. LaDainian Tomlinson's nickname is also LT. And I don't like Sharon. LT, LaDainian Tomlinson is my probably second favorite player of all time, as far as Chargers go anyway, because Michael Vick's really up there, and that'd be a tough one for me to pick between. I just don't like sharing the nickname. I mean, honestly, that's it. May I, He may be a great guy, greatest defensive player of all time. I wish he didn't have the LT nickname. He probably deserves it, but I don't care because I'm a Chargers fan. So, the heck with LT, number four. Any thoughts on Lawrence Taylor? If not, feel free to jump into your number three. I definitely disagree. I like Lawrence Taylor, but at the same time, you know, he's a giant. I can't like him too much. But that's about all i got to say on LT. But my third is going to be a definite, you know, unpopular opinion. My third, I have Aaron Rodgers. I feel like he's an overrated quarterback. I mean, yeah, he does good, but at the same time, he doesn't help his team out and then wonders what's wrong. He takes all the money and then can't figure out why he has no receivers, no running backs, no nothing. I mean, you can't really win if you don't have athletes, and he doesn't have athletes right now and he can't figure out why. Also, he plays in one of the easiest divisions in football. I mean, is it not hard to beat the Bears? Is it hard to beat, you know, the Lions? The, the Vikings, I mean, come on, yeah. The Lions, we were looking at that earlier, have the lowest win statistic since the 16-game major in the NFL. Like, that's pathetic. So, I mean, yeah, he can get the playoffs every year, but look, he can't capitalize, he can't perform. What's your thoughts? I, I'm definitely not an Aaron Rodgers fan. I'll get that out of the way real quick and easy. You will never peg me as an Aaron Rodgers fan, because I'm not. I don't dislike him as much as Kendall, Kendall and I both are openly Christian, and Aaron Rodgers is, to put it lightly, openly not Christian. So that in and of itself is a reason for us to not necessarily care for Aaron Rodgers. Um, 
outside of his personal life, which I will admit is his own business, I he is definitely a little greedy. The reason that Brady has had so much success over the years is because when the general manager comes to Brady and says, hey, do you mind if we cut your deal by five, six million to bring in so-and-so, Brady says, oh, yeah, that's great, because he wants to win. And I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to win, but he doesn't want it bad enough, in my opinion. And if we made a top 15, I think he would be on my list because he's very, very close. However, because of the fact that we did a top 10, doesn't quite cut it for me, but I definitely am not an Aaron Rodgers fan. Now, for somebody that Aaron Rodgers actually beat in his, if I'm not mistaken, one Super Bowl, Ben Roethlisberger for my number three. My number three and number two are in here for very, very similar reasons, and it's because of this. Philip Rivers, whether you like him or not, and I think he's honestly a really hard player to dislike because he's a funny guy, he's a good dude, I think it's genuinely really hard to dislike Philip Rivers, whether you're a Chargers fan or not. There is a Hall of Fame debate for him, and the whole debate is if he had a Super Bowl ring. If he had one ring, I don't think there would be any debate for Philip Rivers' Hall of Fame. I think it would be indefinite that he was going to go into the Hall of Fame. However, because he doesn't have that Super Bowl ring, it, it is up for question. But if you look at Ben Roethlisberger, who has had some incredible seasons, and you look at Philip Rivers, who has had some incredible seasons as well, and you compare those numbers... The only thing that Ben Roethlisberger has over Phillip Rivers is a Super Bowl. That's true. That's it. Statistically. I'm not even talking about from Boss. You can look up the numbers yourself. Every category, major passing category, Phillip Rivers has a better statistic in than Ben Roethlisberger. And when people say Ben Roethlisberger, it's like, oh, yeah, Hall of Fame. And then you go to Phillip Rivers and they're like, I don't know. Even though he's top five in passing yards ever, top ten in touchdowns ever, there's still this question. And that just rubs me the wrong way, especially, and Ben Roethlisberger, some of the interviews I've heard from him and some of his remarks, I don't necessarily care for as well. So I just don't see myself being a Philip Rivers fan having any reason to be a Ben Roethlisberger fan. Do you have any thoughts on Roethlisberger before you get into your number two? I mean, I don't really like Roethlisberger, but at the same time, I don't hate him, you know. I mean, he's just one of those guys that's like, yeah, he was good back in the day, but now it's about time for him to retire, so he's not really a threat to my Patriots anymore. <laughs> All right, you got, you got my number two. two would have to be Eli Manning. I hate that man. He ruined Brady's perfect record before Nick Foles did. But before him, I mean, think about it. Brady would have won an easy, you know, six Super Bowls. Like, come on now. But no, let's throw the ball and make a helmet catch and then a sideline grab. Come on. You're not good. Honestly, you're not good. <laughs> Philip Rivers better than him, just he didn't get the rings. That's the only thing that proved it. I mean, you played for the Giants. Come on now. Your team was 9-7 and seven when you won the Super Bowl. It was luck. Come on. Very interesting here, and if this doesn't prove to you that Kendall and I are very, very good friends, my number two is also Eli Manning. <laughs> very different reasons. I'm very appreciative of Eli Manning beating Tom Brady in two Super Bowls. Good for you, Mario Manningham. Good for you, Eli Manning, on the Super Bowls. But it's the same reason as Ben Roethlisberger. Is that it's actually worse Ben Roethlisberger and Philip Rivers' numbers are very, very close. Like, you – I don't – you could make I'll, – I'll say this. You could make the argument for Ben Roethlisberger over Philip Rivers. Will I laugh at you for making that argument? Absolutely. I'll think you're an idiot. But, you know, I, I'll sit there and have the debate with you with Ben Roethlisberger. With Eli Manning, if you try to tell me Eli Manning is better than Philip Rivers because of his two Super Bowls, I'm going to smack you right in the face. I mean, seriously, I'm I'm gonna hurt you. Like, to, no. I 
mm, it, it just bothers me. Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. I don't. I'll debate it till I can't talk anymore. If it's my last breath, I'll say Philip Rivers to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Eli Manning is not, never has been, never will be, as good as Philip Rivers ever. No chance. In in the slightest, no chance. And it just same thing with Roethlisberger. It just bothers me that people are like, oh yeah, Eli Manning, Hall of Famer, and then they go to Philip Rivers, and it's like, eh, maybe that Super Bowl ring hurts. I I hate it. I hate it with a passion. And you know, I'll t- I'll tell you guys what. If we make this list again in ten years, and Philip Rivers is in the Hall of Fame, Roethlisberger or Eli Manning won't be on this list. As long as Rivers makes it to the Hall of Fame, I couldn't care less about either of those two guys. But as of right now, when there's a debate. The heck with both of them, because Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer, and nobody will ever tell me otherwise. I will debate it forever. Kendall, well, no, I was going to say any thoughts on Eli Manning, but he's number two too. We we, <laughs> we kind of just decimated Eli Manning and everything he's ever done in his career. So on to Kendall's least favorite player, then my least favorite player. I will say before he says his, there is a very slim possibility. Again, I don't know his list; he doesn't know mine. There is a chance we have the same player here. No, we don't. There's, you don't think we do? I know we don't, because my number one is the brother of Eli Manning. Okay. <laughs> you you left out one that I thought would be on there. You talk about Peyton a little bit. My number one is Peyton Manning. I hate that man. I hate him to an extent where if his commercials come on TV, I mute the TV. Like, I will not support him in any way possible. I just can't stand him. He's one of those people you don't even like their voice. You hate him so bad. <laughs> I don't know the hatred for him. I guess, you know, where he started the Colts rivalry and then he went to the Broncos. I mean, we never really got a break from him. So, yeah, I just don't like Peyton Manning. That's an understandable one, especially, you know, that's – correct me if I'm wrong here because I want – this is something I want your opinion on before I hit my number one. If there was one player through Tom Brady's career, your favorite player of all time, so I trust your opinion to say this, okay. would you consider Peyton Manning – to be Tom Brady's biggest rival oh, yeah. that he faced in his without, career. Without a doubt, for sure. So that's a good reason for, you know, like like Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, I don't even know if he had a biggest rival because I want to say Peyton Manning, but he just closed his career out on the Broncos. So I don't want to give it to Peyton Manning to be his biggest rival of all time, but he's definitely up there because Philip Rivers never had that one. Well, honestly, if he had one player, he couldn't get over the hump of it. Probably would have been Brady. I mean, to shoot you straight, but you could say that for anybody in the AFC for the last 10 years. Could be Brady's biggest rival. So I'm not going to talk about Peyton Manning because, well, I already did. Now, a player that honestly I think you might have left out of your top 10 because we made him so quickly because I really thought that he would be in yours, and I'm kind of surprised that he's not, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on him after I say it because maybe you do like him. I'm not sure. My number one most disliked NFL player of all time, without doubt or question, is Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown was on pace to be a top five, three, or even greatest receiver of all time. Not even just of the 2010s. One of the greatest of all time. And what happened? I mean, oh my gosh, the guy got greedier than any professional athlete that I've ever seen. Freaked out. I wanted all this money, started talking all this crap, and just, I feel like we really got to see what his personality was like, and it was ugly. It was awful. I've never seen such a 
a bad attitude from a professional athlete making millions of dollars to play, and he just wants this massive contract. Then he goes other places and is, is cancerous to the locker room. I'm honestly shocked the Bucks even won a uh, Super Bowl with Antonio Brown being on the roster. I just I hated to listen to the guy talk. His, I mean, think about this. Antonio Brown's career was so bad at one point, he was trying to set up a boxing match with Logan Paul. And just for the record, I actually like Logan Paul. His, I think he makes good content. It's nothing against Logan Paul. But Antonio Brown's an NFL player. He's not a boxer. And he was trying to set up a fight with a YouTuber who I honestly think probably would have beat him up pretty bad. <laughs> That's how down bad Antonio Brown was at one point in time. And it was just terrible to see somebody have that bad of an attitude. It was just an attitude problem for me. Kendall, what are your thoughts on Antonio Brown? Would he have made your top ten if we had more time to make it? Honestly, no. I kind of like A.B. Oh. I, I hate to say it. Like, yeah, he's got an attitude. He's kind of whiny, but you cannot deny he's not a great receiver. I mean, he played one game for the Patriots, and I wish we would have kept him the whole career. I mean, he lit up the Dolphins, but at the same time, he couldn't keep his mouth shut. That's what happens. You get kicked off the team quick because Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft do not put up with crap, and I'm not being mean, but he is crap. Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> he has no, no like, you know, teammate qualities. And I, I just hurts a player. But that's what I got. All right. Here's how we're going to close it out. We got one last thing. And I'm I, I'm going to cheat a little bit because I'm going to give two for this. Because I we, what we're doing here is we're picking one NFL draft sleeper who people – I mean, I'll be honest, mine's kind of a high pick, but I still think he's being slept on. And then we're going to pick one – player that is not being slept on and we think is going to be great now as i said i'm going to cheat a little bit on the one that's going to be great because i'm going to list two because i can and i think they're both going to be incredible and you you feel free to do that as well because i when we were planning this out i told kendall one and i fully intended to do one until we were about halfway through this and i thought oh crap i forgot about that guy and i'm going to include him so like I said, I'm going to cheat a little bit, but I'm going to go with my sleeper first, and then I'm going to let Kendall hit his sleeper. My sleeper, even though he is probably going to be a high pick, is Justin Fields. I just, I've never seen a player who was projected to most likely be the second round pick, or sorry, second pick overall, and had a great pro day, two great pro days actually, had a Great, I think the fastest rushing or 40-yard dash for the quarterbacks this year. And yet he's supposed to go like 9 or 10 now? Yeah, I think so, down to the Panthers. Like, what happened? I, I don't understand. Uh, he's he's done everything correctly. And this will be a, a take that I take a lot of heat for. I genuinely believe Justin Fields is the best quarterback in the draft. And it's not that I think Trevor Lawrence is bad, because I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be really good. I believe in Trevor Lawrence as well. I just think Justin Fields is better. I will say that Trevor Lawrence is a little more polished as far as like his his checkdowns. He throws a little more smart. He plays a little more smart. But Justin Fields has the deep ball, and that's not something you can really necessarily even teach. You can teach the checkdowns. So I, I, I do think that Justin Fields might have a rough rookie year. Yeah. I, I could really see Justin Fields struggling in his first year. But I think two, three years down the road, once he gets to learn about the NFL and improve on his game, his short game in particular, Justin Fields is going to be a scary, scary guy to play against. I mean, he's already got the deep ball, which is the hardest thing, in my opinion, to master as a quarterback, other than maybe just reading a defense, because that's very, very difficult to do as well. I, I think he has all the intangibles, and he just 
he's going to have a little bit of a learning curve. I think it's going to be tough. And I think people in the first year are really going to quit on Justin Fields, but I believe in Justin Fields. Any thoughts on Justin Fields before you tell us your sleeper? I mean, I think he'll be good, but at the same time, you know, he plays ball like Manziel does, and he plays like Kyler Murray. I mean, it's hard to look at, you know, are you going to be the next Lamar Jackson? Or are you going to be the next Johnny Manziel? I mean, I personally wouldn't take him high like you would because my sleeper is who I'd take with my first pick if I had, like, you know, the third pick or whatever. But I think Justin Fields will be okay. I just feel like he's one of those guys that will be better off at running back than quarterback. I mean, he's got a strong arm, but at the same time, it's the NFL. you got to decide if you're going to stay in the pocket or if you're going to run, and you can't do both. That comes to my sleeper pick. I've got Mac Jones. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> we talked about this a little while back, but I think he'll be good because, yeah, I know Alabama quarterbacks go very good. The only one that's ever went somewhere was Joe Namath, of course. But if you look back and really think about this, A.J. McCarron, he, wa- he wasn't terrible, but at the same time, when he came in, he wasn't bad, you know? If he got the opportunity, he could have been something different, but he never got that opportunity. Who you got for your other one? Well, the first thing I'll say on Mac Jones, I don't even know if he's going to be a quarterback that gets playing time in his rookie year. It's similar to Justin Fields where he's dropped. Honestly, neither one of them may play the rookie year. I, I have no idea. I'm not the coach of any team, any NFL team, obviously. So, you know, they they may have the same stats their rookie year. They may have zero attempts, zero completions, and zero yards. And I will say Kendall's right. There's a lot of quarterbacks that have come from Alabama that have never gotten a chance. There have been – like, A.J. McCarron was incredible at Alabama. I thought A.J. McCarron was going to be what Tom Brady was. And he just didn't get the opportunity. But Alabama consistently has the number one receiving core in college football. You could stick me back there, and I feel like I could throw it up to Devontae Smith or Jalen Water or Julio Jones or some of these incredible receivers they've had over the years, and they're going to catch my pass, and I suck. I played quarterback in flag football when I was in second grade, and I was terrible. And I think I could be quarterback for Alabama and have this draft stock that Mac Jones has. Personally, I would not that this isn't something we're rating, and I'm just I'm not going to talk about it too much because again, it's it's not a topic that we have listed. I think he's going to be probably one of the worst bust in this entire draft. I have a negative amount of faith in Mac Jones. It's not even zero; like it's negative. Like it's like a negative fifteen. I think Mac Jones is horrible. Like. Bad. I mean, real bad. We'll come back to this when, you know, he tears it up. We will come back to this. You know, a part of the fun of having a podcast is that all this stuff is online now. Like, this stuff lives forever. Even if I delete it, you guys can record this stuff. You guys can hold me to this. So, you know, if we come back to this in five years and Mac Jones is the next Tom Brady, I have no problem telling you guys that I was wrong. Although I don't think I will be on this one. <laughs> now, for the two players that I think are going to be great, you're feel, again, feel free to name two if you'd like. I didn't plan on it, but now I do. The first one is Jamar Chase. I think he has incredible intangibles to be a receiver, great physical abilities, very, very quick. And he just matches the physical profile of a lot, like a DK Metcalf almost. Just He, he matches the physical profile of what is desirable for an NFL receiver right now. And I just, I hate to say about anyone they don't have flaws in their game because you do. Like, Tom Brady has flaws in his game. Tom Brady can't run. He's not mobile. Tom Brady has a flaw. Um, let's see. Randy Moss, he had a hard time staying out of trouble. That was a flaw. Whether it's on the football field or not, it's a flaw. Everybody has one. But just out of watching him on the football field, which it is in college, I had a hard time finding anything wrong with Jamar Chase. And I just 
I, I think he's going to be really good. I I can see why the Cincinnati wants to pick him at six, but they need to get an offensive lineman. The but, only potential fall he could have is where he gets drafted. If he gets drafted to a crappy team, then that's going to be his fall. He ain't going to be no good. <laughs> yep. Team is everything. Then, actually, a player that I think is going to be even better than Jamar Chase, who I forgot about, who's the one that I have to include, because I think that this is the best player in the NFL draft. He's not going to go first, because the top three teams all need quarterbacks. There's The first three picks are going to be quarterbacks. But this is who I think should go number four. And I've heard a lot about him, and I feel like this is a pick that just makes me sound really basic and really, really uneducated on football, because it's like it's just the obvious pick. But I can't go without telling you guys when we're talking about great NFL draft prospects and not say Kyle Pitts. I just – I can't. I think Kyle Pitts has the potential to be one of the greatest tight ends of all time. That's also who I have it, That's who Kendall has. So he'll have some perspective to bring to you on Kyle Pitts as well. He is just – he's quick. He's big. He blocks well. Didn't he run like a 4 yeah. 44 in he, his 40? Yeah, like a 4-4. Four, four. I, he's quick. He's a tight end. He's big. He blocks. He's strong. He he's just everything you want in a tight end. He reminds me of Darren Waller. That's that's who he reminds me of. And Darren Waller is incredible. I just don't see a world where this guy doesn't turn out to be at a bare minimum. Like I think his floor is a Pro Bowler. I think that's his floor. This guy's ceiling is out of this friggin' world. Like there is no telling how good this guy can be. I mean, seriously. He can be, which you could say this about anybody, to be brutally honest, but he could be one of the greatest tight ends of all time. What do you want to add about Kyle Pitts? I just think, like you said, he's got got a really good, you know, draft stock. He's looking good. The only thing he's got to do is just prove that he's going to be that dominant force. We'll see if he can or if he can't. Well, guys, that is our 10 most disliked NFL players with the inclusion of one NBA I'd say eventually, I'm not going to put a date on the episode because these episodes generally are very spur of the moment. It's just whatever I'm thinking of, whatever I think is relevant to talk about. If something big happened in sports that day, then obviously, you know, like the Roy Williams thing, I didn't have planned that day, but it happened. I had to talk about it. But we will, at some point in time, do a top 10 most disliked NBA players, which will be a lot easier for me. But... I appreciate you guys tuning in. As far as my plans, you know, anything can happen, but we're planning to get back to our regular two-day-a-week schedule, Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're actually recording this on a Monday. It's Monday night, so I will post this tomorrow for you guys to hear. And you should hear from me Thursday. No plan for that episode yet. It's just whatever I'm going to think of, whatever I'm going to push out. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Looking forward to getting back on our regular schedule, getting to talk to you guys, and... I'm out of here.